VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. Tampa Bay loses a big piece of their offensive line. The New York Yankees add all-star outfielder Andrew Benintendi, and the Kansas City Chiefs get some pass rush help. What is the Vegas lead? Isn't it that Bakhtiari? Isn't is it? Uh, no, that's yes, that? that's yesterday. That's the Packers. Oh, okay. So, I mean, there's more. There's more lines to learn. Come on. <laughs> no, let's start. Let's start with Tampa Bay. And to me, this is a good segue into. What is it that we think we know that might be wrong? So before you even give the Tampa Bay news, what most sharps seem to know, and again, I'm not sure if this is correct or not, is that Tampa Bay isn't quite as good or maybe isn't even close to as good as last year. Even though they're the second favorite, there has been this sense that Brady didn't want to be there. There had to be a bunch of upheaval in the front office just to get him to come back, it seems. 
And if he's got a big contract waiting with Fox after this year, it feels like his last year. And like that sense of urgency, that sense of last year, everyone's back, we're repeating. It's just not there. And a lot of people, at least it doesn't seem like it's there. And a lot of people have felt like, oh, Tampa's overrated. And this hurts them, but I think it's a good chance to discuss, are we sure Tampa's overrated, AJ? Tampa's Pro Bowl center Ryan Jensen was carted off the practice field this morning with a knee injury. Team is waiting on an MRI result, but the like you said, the Bucks do remain second favorites to win the Super Bowl, only behind the Buffalo Bills. And there was a slight downgrade, though. And it, yeah, William Hill and Circa dropped Tampa's win total by 15 cents. Yeah, so um, a half a win is about 50 cents. So it's about a third of a half a win, which is going to be a sixth of a win. So, yeah, it's meaningful. It's not humongous. Okay, so we've got data on this. And there's a couple teams that it falls into, uh, they fall into this criteria, which is a big upheaval in the offensive line. The offensive line is something where cohesion is important. If teams play together, those five players, if they play together a long time, they just know each other like the back of their hand, and it makes a difference. And you see it every week when there's a new lineman in, and it doesn't only affect that lineman, it affects other linemen on the same offensive line. So we decided a year or two ago, let's go back and study what happens when a team has a big turnover and starting offensive line between year one year and the next. So McKenzie set up the criteria for a big turn a big turnover. So five offensive linemen, how many return, and then we give you an extra penalty if you lose your starting center, which we deem to be important, All right, so, or a top thirty-two center or top thirty-two lineman. Okay, I'm going to ask you very specific questions, and you give me very specific answers. You ready? Ready. All right. How many players forget centers? How many players? Uh, lost creates a big upheaval. Three or more. Okay. So if you lose three of the five, four of the five, or five of the five, it's a problem. Or or that's what we consider a big upheaval. Okay. And then we give an extra bonus to centers. And there's other things that can make it a little different. But we're just going to forget that for now and say, uh, you know, you lose three out of five or more, you've had a big upheaval. What does history tell us? Now, how does Tampa Bay meet that? criteria now they had two linemen lost this would be their third line yeah, so the theory is come opening game they're gonna have two linemen that were the same as last year's starters right that means big upheaval what does history tell us about teams with a big offensive line upheaval on average if you look at their win total and how many wins they earned they come up short by about 1.1 wins per season these teams with the big upheaval okay so let's think about this so Tampa Bay's win total right now is? 11 and a half. 11 and a half. 11 and a half. AJ, it's McKenzie shining, okay? Uh, yes, you okay sir. okay with that? Yep, I'm good with it. I, don't, I mean, I, I know if McKenzie's doing well, you want to you know, try to throw him off. Or <laughs> you want to go in and start doing like fart noises under your arm. But, you know, I mean, I think he can handle it. All right, okay. so 11 and a half. So what we're saying is just based upon this one stat of upheaval on the O-line, you would expect them to literally win uh, 
10 and a half and then a little less. So like, you know, you can't win 10.4 games, but the projection would be less than 10 and a half wins because just that upheaval in the offensive line means it's a full game and more that teams underperform. And that might not seem like a lot, but think about it. Almost, uh, what is it? Half the teams are either seven and nine. Well, I guess now it's different. They used to be seven and nine, eight or eight or nine or in, in, uh, in nine and eight. Right. What? What? Now I'm all messed seven up. Seven and nine, nine, nine and seven, or eight and eight. Yeah, exactly. But now it's nine and eight. But either way, they're all plus or minus one win from break even. And again, you can't go break even anymore. Is is? I can't wait to they they better get to eighteen games here. It has to be even, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, this doesn't make sense, does it? It'd make it a lot easier on people like us for sure. And 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 it's also the idea that that. Uh, you know, AFC is playing all road games one year, and then the NFC the next. Yeah, these kids, man, just get, you know, get <laughs> off my lawn. All right. So the reality is, one win is gigantic, and that's what now Tampa Bay has moved into that category. Now, how many teams in our study met this criteria of having this upheaval? Forty-seven. We start in twenty sixteen. 47 right. since 2016. So 47 teams. That's not a small sample. And thus, they they lost over 50 games, or they won over 50 games less than we expected, more than one game per team. So think about that. 50 games since 2016 is not nothing. Just on offensive line upheaval, at least there's a correlation. AJ, what do you think of that? I think it's unbelievable, and I think you know the teams that really meet that criteria this year, some of them, like the Bengals and the Panthers, had bad offensive lines last year, so the thought is they can get better, but the, the Bucks were an example of a team that had a really good offensive line, lost really good players, and it could be a real issue for them. So I have an idea, McKenzie. You ready? Ready. All right. I think what we do for tomorrow's show is we look at all of those 47 teams and then go get the offensive line grade for PFF, so it should be available, and then we'll say let's break it up into three tiers. If you had a top 10 offensive line, how do you, how does the upheaval affect you? Like Tampa Bay would fall in that category, I think. Yes. If you have a middle-tier offensive line or a bottom tier. Because my guess is if you have the 32nd, best offensive line or also known as the worst offensive line and you have a big upheaval that sounds like a good thing right and obviously if you're a good offensive line you have upheaval it's a bad thing i don't know if the data is going to say that because you could make the case that even if it's better that the amount the lack of cohesion early hurts them enough and and that's where i think maybe what we do mckenzie is let's look at the per game on, on these and see how it is, let's say, the first four games of the year. I like that. Cause, cause I, continuity's got to matter more in the beginning of the season, right? Yeah, continuity's more to begin. Because the theory is you build continuity as the season progresses. Yeah. Right? Go ahead, AJ. No, I, I was going to, before you said that, I was thinking the, the exact same thing. You mentioned this a lot last year that the, the time when this is going to show up the most is early in the season. Yeah, which and there is a the, subset. Go ahead. Sorry, there is a subset that we looked at, which is teams that are expected to win more than half their games with this huge offensive lineman not returning. 11 out of 11 have gone under that win total. The Bucks would be the 12th team in this instance. Okay, so in the criteria for saying they were supposed to win what? They, they had a win total over the 50% mark? Exactly, yes. Okay, so back in the day, if they had a win total of 9 or more, or 8.5 or more. 
Right. All right, now it's going to be over eight and a half, I guess, right? Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me – see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places welcome to the scene to scene podcast i am your host valerie complex today i am chatting with g young you g young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series expats i think i learn a little bit with every character that i play i think usually i play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. We're talking Tampa Bay with the injury news. Center goes down. It puts them in a category of a big transition on the O-line. We've got a system. It's a little convoluted. It's not just a simple act. But again, when you do complicated things, sometimes it's not simple. You try to make it simple, though. You know, the greatest sophistication, AJ, is simplicity. Oh, that's that's deep. Is that a Dylan line? Da Vinci. 
Oh, same guy. The guy that wrote the Da Vinci Code, I think. No, no, no. <laughs> Imagine if he changed his name to Da Vinci. That'd be funny. <laughs> That's such a great name, Da Vinci. You don't hear anyone that, is strong. that anymore. No. I wonder what happened. Di Vincenzo you get sometimes, but I don't know. Somewhere along the line, the, uh, the lineage died. My grandmother was uh, named Vincenza. Oh, that's strong, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then uh, my sister named her daughter, middle name was Vincenza. And so it's uh, Eliana Vincenza. That's pretty good. Oh, that's very, very Sicilian. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last or two years plus now. We appreciate the support. We're going to keep working extra hard to deliver a show worthy of you spreading the word about it. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search straight out of Vegas. Here in Vegas on the Strip, 98 degrees, nice and cool. Neon is flowing. Before the break, RJ, we were talking about the five teams who we consider to have had major offensive line upheaval during the offseason. And I've got their PFF grades from last season on their offensive lines, and one of them certainly stands out. And to me, the rationale here is this. If you have a bad offensive line, upheaval is not a bad thing. If you have a good offensive line, it's a terrible thing. Now, historically, to repeat from the first segment, when a team has been in what we'll call upheaval mode, they have lost or fallen short of their season win projection by over one game, 1.1 games. But what we found out was if you say, okay, this team is expected to be good, right? They have a better than uh, their win totals more than half of the games being played. So back in the day, it would have been over eight, you know, more than eight. Those teams, 11 of them came into the season with offensive line upheaval and high expectations. 11 of them underperformed. Perfect 11 out of 11. It's kind of like we're giving a bet there, isn't it? So It sounds like it. We can talk, we can look at these teams and see who meets that criteria, but of having a win total over eight and a half now, but let's talk about how good these O-lines were last year. Well, Carolina last year, they graded 27th. That's their average pass and and run blocking rank was 27. Cincinnati was 25th. Seattle was 21st. Chicago was 20th. Tampa Bay was 9th. Okay, so really below four of the five below average, big upheaval, and then... One not, but that wasn't an upheaval by choice. Remember, uh, they had a, a retirement that Brady was trying to talk him out of, and obviously today's injury. And who was the third lineman? A- Alex Kappa, the uh, the right guard, who became a free agent. Okay. And again, it speaks to what we said to start the show. There is a sense that things just aren't – they're going through the motions. It's like the last season – of Beverly Hills 90210. They, they, they weren't really too worried about story continuity. It was just like, cash a check and let's get out of here. And, and, you know, we talk about continuity. And remember, Tampa's got a new coaching staff. So they've got a lot of new things going on early well, in the season. Well, well, listen, if a guy's sitting there with a, let's say, brown liquid in a, in a tumbler, all right? I'm not saying what it is. But let's say that there's brown liquid in a tumbler, and he's snoring. He's, like, asleep. If you say he's the head coach or you say he's not, <laughs> what does it really change? Not much. I mean, that's what I, I mean. Do you really think it was a big change? I think they said, hey, 
we don't have to tell we don't have to lie to him anymore <laughs> fair I, enough i mean i get no sense there's any change but what i certainly don't get a sense of is bruce arians down there like running the show you know because in theory he went higher up right he's like half a gm now oh that's true yeah executive I, position i hope it doesn't get in the way of the naps <laughs> i don't well, like t- i don't i don't like bruce arians i just don't I don't know. It just felt like that stuff. I know AB is 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 wacky sometimes. A lot of the time, I, as a Steeler fan, I remember it's so funny. I mean, they talk about Tomlin and how we don't know a lot of the trouble he dealt with. You know, Le'Veon Bell later it became so obvious was trouble. AB obviously, and when they were with Pittsburgh till the very end, especially with AB, you didn't know it. I mean, he was a fifth or sixth round pick, I think, Central Michigan. And it's like he he was the hardest working guy. I mean, year after year, that was what came out of camp. Hardest working guy, A.B. I don't know. I mean, do you think we just didn't see it? Or do you believe this stuff? I mean, we're just speculating here, A.J., but do you believe the stuff they talk about where A.B., you know, he took a hit. There was a specific hit supposedly to the head and started acting differently. I, who knows? I don't know. Do I do. Think? Th- I I think that's an, a great a great possibility. I think a- AB's behavior changed at some point. And some people say when you when somebody gets a, a massive amount of money, their their personality changes that way. And maybe like you mentioned, Antonio Brown being a late round draft pick didn't have it right away. Maybe he was hungry. That work ethic was there. You know, once well, you get hung- real, he's real, still hungry though. I mean, I don't know. It about does this seem year. that way. What I'm saying, last year he worked, still worked hard. He was a really good receiver. That, no doubt, and, better and than anybody thought he was because he was on the trash heaps, uh, seemingly. Well, remember, he, it was just a year before that the Raiders had signed him to a massive contract. So it was like then he went to New England. Then it, you know, because of the uh, accusations, he had to get let go, which supposedly was a huge Brady. Uh, Brady was very frustrated by that, by reports. I'm talking about in New England. And then obviously he went to Tampa and, and brought him with him, and they won a Super Bowl. So um, here's the thing that makes me think, and we won't spend just a minute on this, that it's something not just he became, he was allowed to be himself, you know, once he had the money or, or his fame. Because it looks like in certain times with him, he doesn't have a choice. You ever see someone who's, and I don't want to like do a medical diagnosis, but there's something that's not typical about a person mentally, and they get going, and it's like a mania or rage, and it's like there's no sense that they're choosing what they're doing. That they're, they're, Absolutely. They're being propelled forward. It, just the footage I've seen of him when he blows up, it doesn't feel like a choice. So like your assumption is he was choosing not to do that, but it doesn't even seem like a choice. What do you think? Well, I think, like you said, at some point he took a hit along the way that I don't seemingly, know. you know, I'm speculating possibly. Well, I mean, that's what that's what's been yeah. rumored and reported, I suppose. Yeah. And again, neither of us are doctors, but I would think that having some sort of brain injury, even a concussion, could could do something like that to you. Well, I would say I'm closer to a doctor than you are, but yeah, you're I right. Agree. Neither of us are doctors. <laughs> it is true. Quincy was a doctor. Though he was a Dr. Medical. Quinn Medicine Woman was a doctor. Just because of the Q? You, you, your brain made right, that so connection? Was, yes. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> is, is QAnon next? Uh, no, not a doctor. No, no, okay. We are straight out of Vegas. Mackenzie, what's your sense on AB? 
I don't know. I mean, I don't want to think that one hit against the Bengals changed his whole life. I feel like he kind of just let himself be more himself, kind of just leaned into those inclinations that he had, but I don't know. Some would make the case, Mackenzie, you are compelled by things, demons. Do you Many feel have like, made that case. Do you feel like you have a choice during your I most do. intense moments? I do. Like, Neo, I'm going to take the red pill. All right, all right. All right, we're straight and there's no there's no rumors of Antonio Brown signing anywhere. He's still a free agent. Obviously, showed last year he can still play, but there's I've heard no rumblings that it's, this team's looking at Antonio Brown or Antonio Brown's had a workout with this team. I just haven't seen anything like it. Are, are we sure he's a, he's he's physically able? Because I know I, I mean, he I'm had not a, in December. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but I would imagine a surgery on his ankle by now would at least be rehabbing, looking to get with a team, I would think. This last thing we'll say on this subject, I challenge our vast audience, all 50 states, I think. I'm not sure about that. But it spans <laughs> coast to coast. I know that much. And from high up north to way down south. I'm not sure if it goes all the way down south. But – there's 226 stations. I challenge you to find a situation or a statement by Tom Brady that was positive about Bruce Arians since the AB incident. <laughs> it was my speculation at the time that that was the driver. Because I tell you, if you before the Antonio Brown sideline incident, AJ, do you remember a single person talking about Tom Brady not being happy in Tampa? Not one. I mean, apparently there were some things going on, but, I mean, I don't know how different they are. And from next, what, yeah, go ahead. It, it, and next thing you know, he's retiring. Uh, I'm just, I just oh, I'm over it now, even though he'd said all along, I want to play X amount yeah. of seasons. Then we find out he's, you know, concocting a plan with Miami. Then we find out that falls through. Then we find out he comes back to Tampa, and just by happenstance, Bruce Arians decides to retire. Huh. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> it's so funny because like people, people think that they're smart when they don't. Like this conspiracy theory idea has has t- like fake news. It's kind of become political. Except a conspiracy theory assumes there's a bunch of people doing something, I guess, illegally, and, and no one knows about it except that group. No, we're saying there's a couple of people in the Tampa organization that knows that Brady does, and this is my speculation, doesn't like Bruce Arians. Because, again, he, if he's mad at Robert Kraft over cutting A.B., do you think that he's mad at Bruce Arians for what he did? Because by, by any account, with common sense applied – it seems like he wasn't telling the truth because, remember, the, the very premise of Bruce Arians' position there was he didn't know Antonio Brown had been injured that week. So when Yeah, he didn't even know that he had an ankle issue. Except he was on the injury report, and, <laughs> and, he, and I know he might have been napping during it, but it's like it was a big debate. Was he going to play? Because I think, you know, I can't right. remember exactly, but one of the other – I don't know if Godwin had been hurt yet or not, but – I think he had been. I think so, but I'm not right. sure. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game, we're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Let's make a way two minutes. I'm going to let you, Dealer's Choice, pick a topic in college football, which is your specialty. Oh, God, the topic in I, I mean, I, I don't really want to talk about uh, realignment and playoff expansion. Okay, let me tell you what we're, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about. Let's talk okay. about something on the herd yesterday. Jimbo Fisher was on, good interview. And he said that this, the 
name, image, and likeness rules are almost exclusively by the state that you reside within. Now, like Colin a, reacted yeah. as if he had never heard that. I had never heard that. Did you know that? And boy, that's interesting, isn't it? Where certain, I did not know that. Yeah. No, I, I, that's the first I've heard it. So you're saying like the state government legislates what can be offered to the players? Yes, uh, but, but not directly, not that they're doing that like, hey, we've got to make a decision on this, but rather there's other laws in regards to compensating minors or, you know, because let's, you know, let's not forget, if we're, the, the real issue was high school players, are they getting, con- you know, are they getting promised money, right? So I think some of it has, and that's what we need to research, right, is uh, when he said this, and, and again, Jimbo, if anyone, he's in the top tier you would think of knowing these rules because they seem to be navigating them at Texas A&M pretty well so <laughs> to me I think that we got to dig into this I just didn't and, and, and again Collins up on uh, he's got a great team there he stays well informed on this stuff he was surprised by it but Jimbo said it with no uncertainty that the state that the school resides in has a big their laws of that state have a big influence on how aggressive the colleges can be with this name, image, likeness, money. I think we got to quantify that. Yeah, I'll reach out to somebody I know who's, who's pretty deep in the NIL stuff and see what their take on it is. All right, so here is my theory about Arizona and Kyler Murray and the clause to say, hey, you got to practice or you don't get your ice cream before you go to bed. Now, it's one thing to ask that of a player, right? So, for example, certain... Uh, franchises used to have, I don't know if they still do, but you had to be a certain weight. Each player was given a weight. And if he wasn't that weight, they would have fines. They would run them, you know, whatever, right? So I think with New England, they still have a hill they got to be able to run up and down. And it's a tough, like, it's a fitness test, right? So there's all these kind of criteria the NFL will put upon players, like studying X amount of hours in theory, But these criteria, these marks that they have to hit are not in the contract. Anyone that's done a real legal contract and negotiated it, it's so hard. If you say something as simple as this guy's got to show up, you know, 200 days a year, it takes a page and a half. Because it's so, there's so many different ways you could say, well, if he shows up for a minute, what happens? If he, and that's why, like, if you sign, like, a, a, a renter's agreement, they're usually, like, 180 pages because every incident, incident that ever happened, they just keep tacking it on to make it against the renter. But they don't have, they don't want great lawyers that kind of make it into a whole good document. They just keep tacking it on. But it's really hard to, to negotiate and to write a con the idea of putting in the rules on how they're going to monitor him in this contract is crazy to me. And I think it could only be the case for one reason is they want the Cardinals want to have leverage over Kyler Murray at some future date that they can say, you are in violation of this clause. And he might've been in violation of it all along, but they won't say anything till they want the leverage. All right. Or if they do, they'll say it kind of like, hey, we're not going to make a big deal about this, but we know you were playing video game, you know, whatever. Right. But when they when it comes time for them to want the leverage, then they put them in violation privately. Now, why? And then I'll explain what I think is going to happen. Why do you think, though, they might want leverage? Right. Well, because if you look at Arizona's roster, other than Kyler, most of their key players are not 
young. This is a, if you told me, is, is Cardinals, are they going to be better next year or in four years? I would make a major bet. They're better. This upcoming year, I would make a major bet. It was this upcoming year. I, no, just I agree with that. It's a trend down team. Uh, well, over also, the next once a guy, once a, three once or a four or five years. Go ahead. Once a quarterback's on his second contract, it's harder to keep the, the players around him. And they didn't have that many great players. I mean, the players they got, like Hopkins, they're going to be older older and older and older, like anyone else, but moving into trouble years right. when it comes to how old. Okay, so now Kyler Murray, is, Kyler Murray signed through 2028. All right, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, seven years. Okay, so that means there's going to be some down years, and they're probably going to want to bottom out. So what happens? It's time to bottom out. They put him in violation. They tell him, listen, we're not going to go public with this. We're not going to find you. We're not going to do anything, but we've got to trade you. This team's nothing. We want to give you a chance to win. You did your best for us, but you can't be crying. All right, you're going to go wherever you go, and if you start to cry, oh, I don't want to go to Cincinnati or whatever, I guess it won't be Cincinnati probably, is we then will exert our, our leverage here and put them in, you know, whatever the ramifications are, they're not going to be small. Why put it in the contract? That's my guess. I mean, it's a long shot in a way, but it just seems why would they need this when it embarrasses him and it's the first time ever? Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.